This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bedini. Hello everybody and welcome to this instalment of Meatbag. I'm your host, Dylan Bettany, and this week I'll be exploring our undeniable love affair with food, its power to connect us and uncover the harsh reality behind the dark side of junk and processed foods. Could our overindulgence be secretly shortening our lifespans? Let's jump in, shall we? And this is episode 8. Now, I don't know about you, but I love food. I mean, who doesn't, right? When you think about food, it's the catalyst that brings us all together. It's the reason we gather around our families and sit in those terrible mismatched chairs at Christmas time or share a birthday cake with our friends. For my family, food is love. Food was very big growing up, figuratively and literally. My grandmother thought the only way to show love was to give us all early onset diabetes. Food helps us understand one another. Food doesn't discriminate whether you're young, old, or in that awkward, everything is starting to sag middle stage. It brings people together regardless of gender, race, religion, or background. Food isn't just a part of our traditions and our celebrations. It has a special place in our hearts, and quite literally too. Right now, heart disease stands as the world's largest killer. Globally, around one in six deaths are caused by heart disease. Cardiovascular issues are on the rise, especially in young adults. We know poor nutrition can lead to a host of health issues. Type 2 diabetes, digestive issues, malnutrition, weakened immunity. It's predicted that worldwide dementia cases will triple by 2050. I mean, dementia is a scary one. I remember calling my grandmother once. I'll never forget. And she answered the phone. And I said, hi, Grandma, it's Dylan. And there was this long pause. And she said, who? And I said, it's Dylan, your grandson. And she said, I don't have a grandson called Dylan. And that hit me really hard. And this was in the really early days too. And after that, I couldn't call her again. I'd go see her. And she knew who I was, but I just couldn't call her. And that was really scary for me. And looking back, I think it was pretty scary for her too. Recent studies suggest that Alzheimer's disease should actually be classed as a type of diabetes under the term type 3 diabetes due to the belief that Alzheimer's may result from a combination of insulin resistance and an insulin-like growth factor dysfunction that occurs in the brain. Did you know that approximately 39.5% of men and women will be diagnosed with cancer at some point during their lifetimes? Years ago, cancer was like the Voldemort of diseases. We didn't even say its name. We used to whisper it like it was some kind of secret code. Or we'd even call it the Big C. It would be, did you hear about John? You know what? He's got the cancer. And now it's a part of our lives, stealing our loved ones. We say that we have heart disease, dementia or cancer in our family, but it's actually more likely found in our kitchen cupboards and in our fridges than in our genes. It is said that your genes may load the gun, but ultimately it's your environment that pulls the trigger. And let's not sugarcoat it. This goes way beyond just counting calories. Honestly, anyone who tells you that you can eat all the Krispy Kremes you want, smash as much fast food as you'd like, as long as it fits your daily calorie limit, is wrong. You see, it's not just how many calories you're shoveling in your face. It's about what those calories are made of. And here's the thing, guys and girls. Our choices, our lifestyle, our diet, it all plays a huge role in all this. So there was a study in 2017, right? More than 130 scientists from nearly 40 countries contributed to this huge analysis. It's the most comprehensive analysis on the health effects of diet that's ever been conducted. Dr. Afshin, who was the lead author of the study, said that poor diet is an equal opportunity killer. The study shows that poor diet kills more people globally than tobacco, high blood pressure or any other health risk. 
And it's not just a weight issue. Yes, 39% of adults in the world are overweight and 13% of adults are obese. But it's not just the number on the scales. These junk foods, these processed foods, they're not just messing with our waistlines. They're sabotaging our health from the inside. Many are loaded with all these sorts of chemicals and preservatives and ingredients that sound like they belong in a chemistry lab and not in your stomach. If you ever read the ingredients on some of this stuff, it's like a secret code. They make it as confusing as possible so that we won't question what we're putting in our bodies people come along they're like i have no idea what's in this but it's on special so i'll take three it's like they're giving away heart disease at a discount they make these foods so convenient too and it's not just the convenience they make this stuff so addictive that you can't stop eating it even if you wanted to have you ever tried to eat just say like one dorito it, it can't be done. Those Doritos are engineered to make you eat the entire bag. There are entire aisles filled with this stuff that's designed to make us fat, lazy, and addicted. Our bodies are not built to withstand a continuous onslaught of unhealthy food. And the sad truth is, we often turn to these foods when we're feeling down, feeling depressed. Here is 20 chicken nuggets. But you can't solve your problems with curly fries and mayonnaise. Junk food has this magical ability to make all our worries disappear right up until you finish that last bite and then it's back to reality. Did you know Ben and Jerry's actually have a flavour of ice cream called chocolate therapy? Their marketing team need a swift kick in the chunky monkeys. Nutrition is key. When you look at people collectively, regardless of gender, body type, race, ethnicity, religious background, whatever, we are all dying from the same things. Diet is the biggest killer. And with that being said, surely diet and nutrition must demand the utmost attention in medical schools, right? Nope. A survey from the University of North Carolina revealed that the average time spent on nutritional education in medical schools is shorter than my attention span. It's between 15 to 20 hours, and that's over four years of medical training. And to make it worse, there was a study that assessed the nutritional knowledge of a group of doctors, and they got 70% of the answers wrong on the exam. 70% and it wasn't even a written exam it was a multiple choice five answers per question if you clicked a to every question you would have a 20% chance of getting the answers right and they got 30% right this is doctors not school kids not the general public actual doctors we place so much trust in doctors but does your doctor, your GP, your nurse, whatever, do they fit your perception of overall health themselves? I'm not saying your doctor needs to look like Jennifer Lopez to give you nutrition advice, but it is worrying if your doctor looks more like Peter Griffin. What we eat can have a profound impact on our health. Poor dietary choices can add up over time and could steal away precious moments with our loved ones. Once you understand what you're eating, once you can tell the difference between what is food and what is a product, what foods will nourish you and what will harm you, that is when the real change happens. I'm not saying that you can't enjoy some of these foods once in a while. I'm all for indulgence from time to time. However, there is a thin line between indulgence and self-sabotage. We've got to be careful what we put in our bodies because the truth is poor diet can shorten your life and that means less time with your friends and with your family. I'll leave you with this quote. Keanu Reeves, I love Keanu Reeves, he's been interviewed on a talk show and the host, Stephen Colbert, asks him, what do you think happens when we die? And Keanu takes a big deep breath and says, I know that the ones who love us will miss us. I love this quote. Keanu gave this powerful response while promoting John Wick 3, a movie in which he kills 94 people. But you get my point. I want you to live a long life because ultimately, I need the listeners. Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Each week, we're jumping headfirst into the insanity, healthy eating, 
fad diets, and fitness mumbo jumbo. I'm here to cut through the crap, no sugar coating, maybe a bit of oversharing, and unfortunately, the odd bad pun. And please hit that like and subscribe button. Your support keeps this podcast alive. So do it now, and let's keep this show on the road. Let's build a community of meatbag misfits. Thanks for listening, and as always, stay safe, everybody. This is the Meatbag Podcast with Dylan Bedany.